This is the Between the Covers podcast with hosts Deanne Malone and Rachel Trainum. We'll chat about our current dog-eared books, rom-com book club read, all things steamy, and our love of a cute romance. Jump in bed and pull up those blankets. Get cozy. It's time for Between the Covers. Hi, Deanne. <laughs> I never know how to start these. We are back. It has been a hot minute. Um, I Life happens. Life happens. You moved. I went on vacation. Yeah, I'm still kind of in the process of moving. Oh, it was unexpected, but yeah. But good? Yes, very, very good. I actually am now living with my boyfriend. That's exciting. It wasn't supposed to happen for another four months. Well, that's what I had thought. Yeah, I was like, I, I still kind of, but um, different things happen. There was a guy who at my apartment complex that just would go up and threaten people with a gun at the pool and nothing was being done by police or the apartment management. And I just, I mean, I already dealt with like multiple fires at my apartment. So that was kind of the last straw and I yeah. just, I needed out and I wanted to start saving money. Um, so yeah, life, life is happening. I tell you. So it's so weird. I actually, I don't know if you can see I have scratches on my neck. Maybe cricket was not happy to be put into a carrier. She, yeah, but they are happy adjusting to their new home. Okay. So they've been, I moved them in on Monday. So we're a few days in and they're still like figuring it out. And the little stinker, she managed. So I'm like trying to sort things and put it whatever. And she disappeared for like an hour. And I know cats do that, especially in new environments. They are not like dogs where they're just happy-go-lucky. Cats like stability. Mm -hmm. They like their space. And Jordan had gone out the door one time and back in. And Cricket, my cats are not cats that run out the door. They are not. They just like, they like to look, oh, hey, but they're not cats that try to escape. Um, and she was just gone. And I we looked under everything. Like, there's not much for her to hide under. My mom was saying, oh, she has to be in the couch. Then I'm like, no, I have felt all through that thing. That she's not there. So I'm sitting on the floor like I feel so ill. I have my cat rabbit next to me. And all of a sudden I see a shadow moving through the kitchen. And I go, cricket? I get up and I, she looks at me and then turns back around. She had somehow found a baseboard that was half broken. And she got underneath the cabinet into this empty space between the kitchen sink cabinet and the dishwasher. It was this whole big, like, little bungalow room. And she, I have a video, and she just is like, she comes crawling out of it, like, what? I'm here. I'm like, like this is the coolest place oh, ever. And so I pulled out the <laughs> baseboard, and I was like, get out of there. And she comes out, and I, like, situated it so you could. And, like, because of how it was half covered, you never would have noticed that, any, like, it was open. And Jordan comes running out. He's, like, looking at it. He's like, how? And I'm like, this is insane of course of course she had to find it and make me feel ill for a long time but now we're happy oh my she goodness. has nowhere else to hide i don't She'll think find somewhere. i'm like i don't think she will find somewhere <laughs> yeah they're hilarious but, and then what's new with you since i've seen you last we went on vacation but haven't i seen you since then i've seen you but i don't think we talked about yes it. we did we talked we recorded in the morning yeah. we oh yeah the it. window that's it. That was a fun. That was. I a liked fun the one. recording that night. That was funny. Yeah. No. That's it. 
Lots of changes going on, it seems like. Yes. It's July. Can you believe it? No. Which is insane to me because things just seem to be go, go, going. And, like, I've been busy with work. Um, just constantly going places every weekend. And I don't, like, I like that, but I don't at the same time. Yeah. This past weekend was insane. I went and saw the Ava Brothers, my favorite band. It was you took a little. Yeah, I took my nephew for his first concert ever. I loved it. And I was determined that the Avid Brothers be his first concert. Um, my first concert was Willie Nelson and Bob Dylan. So mm. I'm like, we needed something epic like that. And the Beach Boys. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. my God. That's a good first I know, concert. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Willie Nelson, like, pointed to me and, like, sang to me. And it was, I think it was, like, six or seven. But I, I remember it vividly. And then it. I kept calling Bob Dylan, Bobby Dylan. <laughs> I was like, what's that Bobby singing about? Because, you know, he's <laughs> And so you couldn't really understand him that well. But, oh, yeah, funny. Beach oh, Boys, I'm great so first concert. that you yeah. got to take him. Yeah, it was nice. Fun. So I say welcome back, listeners. Yes. Um, we are chatting about the one, the only. Something Wilder by Christina Lauren. <laughs> Wasn't the like tagline they were using about this like adventure? Yeah, an adventure book. It totally filled that bill. I wasn't sure what I thought about an adventure book. Like, what does that mean, adventure book? And this takes you to the West and like what you think like hardcore train robbery days of cowboys and you're on a like you know how there's always those stories of oh yeah they got sent up to the ranch in wisconsin to work with the farmhands <laughs> and it's like why yes. is that real life and it sort of is what tied this all in together but it was set in utah yeah and and just for those who may not be familiar with our format this is a pro a program about a book so there will be spoilers if you haven't read this book especially this book you might want to press pause Come back. back. <laughs> Come back. Come back. But later. we're going to spoil it. Yeah. Uh, I do encourage you. I mean, I, uh, I'm sometimes a person that likes the spoilers, but this is one that you're going to want to read. And there yeah. are some big spoilers that even as a person who likes spoilers, I don't think I would have liked to know it because it had me actually screaming out loud. Yeah. So. Are we safe for spoilers now? I think we're safe. Okay. When the guy dies. Holy shit. Yeah. Okay, that's like, that we're a little far did, into the book, but that yeah. did not just happen in a Christina Lauren book, and oh, it I did. Know. It was awesome. Oh, I know. I <laughs> I actually was like, "What?" I I yelled. I had to reread it several times because I I had to make sure I was like it was what I was actually reading. I know. I was waiting for the punchline. I'm like, "Oh, he's gonna come crawling." Yeah, up. I was like, "Okay, no, 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 no. he yeah. actually died." <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay, so backing up, something <laughs> wilder is our second chance romance that we talked about in our previous podcast. Um, so we always do the trope and then we do the book. Uh, we have these two little 19-year-olds that are in love and she's going to take over her uncle's ranch and train horses and manage it. And he's going to be there. He's a New York City boy. Um, they, he's completely uplifting his life and making these changes, but unfortunately his mom passes away suddenly, like out of nowhere. So he flies back home to New York city cause he's got a little sister and he has to be her care provider, but she doesn't ever hear from again. Like this is her love of her life and he's just gone. And I'm like, 
screw you. Like, how, what, like, come on. And you later learn he tried to get a hold of her, but he only called her once. Which, granted, he was dealing with a lot. Yes. But come on. That, that annoyed me. Well, and she threw away her phone. And she oh, never, yeah. She yeah. you know, got but the he, message from her dad. But so. he knew where she was. I agree. I agree. And then after all those years never trying to find her, come on. So, then it's ten years down the road, and she is not managing her uncle's farm. Her dad had sold it. Um, she is doing her own adventure travels called Wilder Adventures, and she's taking on people on these like horseback riding to find uh buried treasure essentially by like uh outlaws who would high treasure and it's like it's just a very touristy thing like where they do games along the rides and stuff but it's like genuinely dangerous if you don't follow along to what she's saying and it's camping along the way and if you've ever ridden a horse it is a lot of work on your body so I had horses growing up and it's not just something like sitting in a saddle for hours on end can really suck so it's it's not for the weak hearted um and it's kind of to give people that like cowboy experience essentially um so his buddy organized this guy's trip that they do every year, and it was his turn. And um, he shows up, and lo and behold, it's Lily Wilder. And she's she's like, "How did he not know this was my business?" It's I was kind of wondering. My that name too. is literally in the thing, but he was just like, "Oh, I wasn't paying attention to anything." He was just go with the flow, and I don't think he expected her to be there because he thought she was still running her uncle's yeah and he was a little bit of an empty nester so the Mm -hmm. sister had just graduated Mm -hmm. and gone off on her own so i think he was feeling a little bit um lost as to what comes next so he was just along for the ride literally yeah and lily had just got the news that her uncle's farm was back up for sale uh or ranch but so out of her price range like nothing she could ever have afforded and so it was like very depressing and she's got her best friend with her that's like she's like a one of the christina lauren really they both know how to really write a friend and i love that because fizzy was great (laughs) we Uh, love fizzy we Um, love fizzy and what's her name it's like something short it's a shortened name this came up in the book club, so we would like to hear her story as well. Um, and we always said that about name? Fizzy. Nick. Nicole. Nicole. Yes. So, Nicole, she is a rough and tumble girl. I loved Nicole. I want Nicole's story. I love how she fell for the sweetheart. Which yeah. it could yeah. happen now that yeah. Izzy's getting her own book. Maybe Nicole will be I next. like this trend because yeah. Christina Lauren hasn't done a universe and now they're kind of doing universe. And I'm not mad about it. <laughs> I'm very happy, actually. I'm very happy as well. Yeah. I can't wait for Fizzy's book. So... What happens next? I forgot where... Oh, yeah. So, so they're on the ride... Mm-hmm. And they, one of the people tries to steal Lily's father's book. Oh, journal. we didn't say what it was. He is a world-renowned, famous treasure hunter. Yes. 
But it, you kind of get the feeling like National Treasure, like he's this famous person for chasing after something that doesn't exist. Like, yeah. But he's found actual treasure. But he's found actual treasure, but he didn't leave her with anything. No. So she's kind of like. Yeah, he passed away. I would have rather had him than. Mm-hmm. You know, and he was always fame. leaving secret coded messages. Like yeah. she knows how to read. Um, I almost said siphons. <laughs> ciphers. Uh, ciphers. <laughs> yes. Uh, she knows how to read ciphers and just like interesting, like hidden message. Yeah. Stuff like she knows. At it's her a bones. game to her. It's yeah. not like a. Well, it's a game to her life. dad. Yeah. Yeah, but also a way of his life. Yeah. Yeah, but you're right. For her, it's just like. What she's kind of been pulled into. Yeah. So. And so she, but she still carries this notebook around, which has all of the mm-hmm. detailed notes about the supposed hidden treasure. And, and here so, the four boys show up. So yep. you've got Leo and then you've got the douchebag. <laughs> Brad. Oh, wait, no. I mean, Bradley was a douchebag too. But what was the other? The one that dies. <laughs> We'll call him Cliff because he goes over the cliff. <laughs> oh, that's rough. <laughs> um, and then you it got, wasn't Cliff. And you got what the sweetheart one was. I read this book so long ago, so excuse me while I struggle with names. I still don't remember the story, but the names escape me a bit. Um, <laughs> uh, but so the four boys show up and you've got all sorts of different personalities. You know, you've got the quiet one, the cocky one, the douchey one, and the sweet one. And Nick and uh, Lily are, Nicole and Lily are taking them on this cowboy adventure. And secretly, the, secretly, the, what was, I gotta figure out his name. Um, Terry. Freaking Terry. Terry's See, not in the book long. We didn't get to it. No, but to Terry knows about her dad and knows about the journal and takes it from her. And they find out and then who's the douchey one uh that was uh bradley bradley Brad. pulls a gun no terry pulls the gun terry pulls the gun and brad pushes yeah. him off the cliff it, but it was an accident or was it or was it honestly when you I read it not. when you read it it's like how the hell did that happen and then what's his face is yelling well i i saw him push him i saw him push him and nobody believes him, even though it was true. Yeah. It, Just saying. I got to figure out the other guy's name, too. Walter. Oh, Walter. Oh, sweet Walter. Such a sweet name. Yeah. Um. So Walter's the one that was yelling, like, oh, my God, he pushed him. He pushed him. And because there was a lot of dust in the air, there was wrestling going on because, like, Terry pulled this gun and then stole the notebook. So Terry, Terry's dead dead. And... Part of me at one point was like, maybe he survived because weird things start happening later. And I was like, I don't I think know. he's going to like somehow pull out of it. He doesn't. Uh-huh. No, he's no, just dead. So sad. But they leave his body there for quite some time because they realize like the treasure that Terry was after and had heard about actually does exist. So they find a satellite phone that yep. Terry's communicating with someone else. Mm-hmm. And so they discuss that if they stop and get help to find Terry's body, these other people may already know what's in the journal right. and be on the way to get the treasure. Right. So they make the group decision. To just keep going to find the treasure. And then say that they didn't know what happened to Terry. 
later on. Or that Terry took off. Yeah. And, and yeah. No. Yeah. But I'm thinking, okay, so one thing that I thought <laughs> was like. This is one of the parts yeah, that we were This like, is one eh. thing that I thought was a little bit of a flaw was I was like, come on, the wild animals would totally get to that body. Like, there's no way. There's no way. Because they were gone for quite a few days on this adventure. Yeah. And then in the end, you know, they go back and get the body. Yeah. But I'm like, no, absolutely not. Are you, It yeah. just. I get it for storytelling purposes. It totally worked for the story, but yeah. in real life, if somebody falls off a cliff, please go find the authorities. <laughs> or, I don't know. I just, I get the treasure hunting bit too, though. It's I like, know, I know. Ugh. But I just mean, I just think that, like, animals totally would have gotten to the body. They totally would have. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so they go off. They try to find this treasure. Because Bradley's very convincing. He's like, yeah. come on, we're already here. Let's just do it. Spoiler alert, he's totally in on it. Yeah, Bradley was secretly working with Terry. Yeah. Um, they planned this whole thing on purpose. Like, they knew that Lily was Leo's Lily. Um, but they wanted Lily's dad's journal. Yep, that was the whole big thing. Um, so, but early on, before this is even outed that Brad is in on it, uh, Walter goes sliding down a hill and gets really injured and basically like breaks his ankle. And so Nicole and Bradley and Walter all turn around and Lily and Leo continue on. Cause Leo's like a math guy and he can help with like, he knows the land. He knows how to ride. He knows how to, he knows how to work that land. And so does she, that's like her life is experiencing. Like her dad had taken her on these trails as a girl. So she knows the area. Um, so those two continue on and Bradley's kind of like butthurt about the fact that he has to go back with Nicole and Walter to get help for Walter. And the reason he is, you don't know at the time, is because he totally orchestrated this yeah. whole thing. But I mean, if you're listening to this podcast, you know that at this point, I, I would hope. Because we told you. Yep. Spoiler alert. Yeah. So um, I can read the book. So I don't know, like that, that was so weird to me. I'm like, something is up with this guy is not normal. Um, he's acting like a lunatic. Yep. He was well written to hate. Yes. Yeah. Like total asshole who's just so full of himself and has been given so everything. Then they go and of course they have to traverse a creek that's so high that they have to carry all their belongings mm-hmm. on top of them. So all of their clothes have to go and hang out to dry. Yeah. And that leads to some fun times. <laughs> which gives the bad guys time to catch up with them and basically take them Yeah. <laughs> And more guns are involved. Yeah. It was very Wild Westy. It was very Wild Westy. And again, did, was this just in a Christina Lauren book? They did yeah. it so well, but it was it not was, expected for me. It was so good. It was I just, so good. At this point, I was just like, what the heck is going on? I was mind blown, like multitudes. And of- then Bradley shows back up. Yeah. And it's like, hey, guys, I, I came back for you. Because they're able to and escape. They got tied up. At that yeah. point. Yeah. They're being super smart about it. They're like, yeah. mm, things aren't lining up. And then, because uh, they used the satellite phone at one point and they could see all the messages and they saw there was a fourth person involved. And so um, Bradley shows up and just like somehow finds them. Like there's no way he would have been able to find them. And then he says something that they're like, you're good. <laughs> he says something like that he wouldn't have known unless he had been on the messages. And so basically he's like, oh, Leo, you're my friend. We can work past this. But basically he's like, we can still be friends after I kill her. No worries. And I can steal this treasure. And so they 
like get to this part and there's these two other goon bobs that are um in on it too that are just idiots like you know the classic <laughs> muscle idiots that you Reminded have like me a little bit of goonies in the sense that you've got the really <laughs> i actually bright. have only seen goonies once scared the living crap out of me and i've never watched <laughs> it again i can see how this would do this yeah <laughs> i want to see this as a movie though i oh this would be an excellent movie christina is- lauren where are your movies I know. Give me this, was, this is like an excellent cross between Jewel of the Nile and, um, or if you will, The Lost City for a newer reference, mm-hmm. and National Treasure. I yeah. loved this yes. book. Oh my god, yeah. That's a really good comparison. Yeah. Um, it's like a mix mash of those. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, so, Leo fakes them out with the wrong analysis. This which weird he's code. Hurt. And he comes up with this crazy thing, and then they end up um, finding everybody, and um, Nick and Walter have brought the cops, and they arrest Bradley, and they go back to the the house that she shared with their dad, and sure enough, there's a code on the oh, wall. Yeah. Because their treasure was not where they thought it was going to be. She found this space, and it had another cipher in it, and it just, like... It was, there was nothing. Mm -hmm. So she thought that was it. They thought somebody else had gotten it. Yep. Mm -hmm. And they had, her father had. Yep. And that was the moment where I was like, I wanted to say screw you to her dad. And also like, I loved it. Because I don't think it would have been that difficult for her. However, her father had a stroke and basically was not able to. say the one thing. Yeah. Yeah. What was that one saying? It was what was on the wall. Yes, it was what <laughs> it, was on the wall. The only thing she, he could say was the clue that was on the wall okay. in Nail Brad's. Yes. Um, and it led them to where he had stored the treasure. And she thought that he was reliving his regrets and, you know, apologizing. And really what he was doing was telling her what to look for. And where to find the money. And that had to have been so frustrating for him. Because he was with it enough to keep saying it over and over again. And she wasn't getting it. He was it. He just kept saying for Lily. Or Lily. Lily. But, he just kept saying her name. Yeah. But. Oh. Oh. And he was wall. doing. No, no, no. It was the dot, dot, dash. Yeah. Dot, dash, dot, 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 dash, dot, 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 dot. So it was a code. Was he could only tell. Yes. And he was tapping it. So he could only say her name, Lily, and then the code. So um, she noticed it on the walls. And it was in nails that he had just randomly nailed into the house. Um, they weren't random. Yeah. And it said, for Lily, to hell you ride. And inside there was a key. And. Did you already say this? I was kind of reading when you were talking. <laughs> it's okay. It was in a freaking bank. I know. And they had arranged for payment so that it kept paying yeah. the fee. Oh, yeah. And so get this. But the bank that her dad had put it all in was the, the original site bank it had been robbed from. Of, yes. The Butch Cassidy's first bank robbery, June 24th, 1889. That was brilliant. So, and she's like, it's Okay. Like, we don't know if he even found it. And. But he did. My gosh. And then he wrote this letter, too. Like, the guy was like, I've been wondering when you were going to show up here. Like, why didn't you call me? Oh, my gosh. The letter, like, melted my heart. It's just such a hard thing. And. um, 
he wanted her to have a life beyond what she had. I mean, her dad, her mom ditched out early in her life. And I think that's, I mean, from a good heart, but also were you fully listening to your child and what she wanted, you know, it's, it's a hard place there with, you want your daughter to experience the world and they were going to do this treasure hunt together. Yeah. And then he fell ill. Which he couldn't have predicted. No. And if you can't communicate besides doing the tapping yeah. and the Morse code, you know, it's quite horrific, honestly. But yeah. 10, year, oh, 10 years is a long time to... And she didn't have an easy life. No. And it's a long time to harbor sort of a lot of anger towards her dad. And she's allowed, I think, to still feel that anger. Yeah. Um, because kind of sucks. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't know what thoughts you have on that. Yeah, it was sad. I, um, you know, I recently lost my parents and my son has lost his father. And so for me, it was just a reminder of, you know, you have these magic plans Mm -hmm. and they don't always work out. And so, um, I liked that he had the letter and that she had something to give her that closure. Cause I don't think a lot of people who lose their family members have that. No. Um, but I really empathize with all of the feelings and the anger that Mm -hmm. she had. And Um, it's all valid. It's all valid. You're, you're allowed to still feel angry to yeah. someone who's passed. Um, and I think she probably would have loved mm-hmm. the ciphers and the codes had it not been for the anger for mm-hmm. her dad. Yeah. And so that was kind of the fun part is they got to do that yeah. together again. Yeah. Um, and, and it sort of reconnected it, her to what, yeah. her, to her dad, you know. Yeah. And, and let's face it, Leo gave up a ton Mm-hmm. to raise his sister like you yeah. can argue that he didn't reach out but it wasn't like we had facebook where we right. could check in you know it was back in the olden days wasn't that long ago where well, you know like 2000 well i've had facebook to, since 2007 when well, did they first i kind of i mean i get that it, it was yes. a little bit older oh. um i don't know why i assume that now i gotta look I'm a to little see. bit older Oh, yeah, it just says, so I guess I was thinking 2012. Yeah, I kind of got the feeling that it was, because she had the old flip cell phone. I don't know, I still know people with that. But I kind of put it back in, like, maybe the 90s to the, Oh, I don't don't know if that was I don't know, because, I mean, I, I think I still had a flip phone in 2012. I know I did not, because... I got an iPhone when my son was born in 2011. <laughs> but I had a Blackberry before that. Oh my so god, I, I loved my Blackberry. Blackberries were awesome. <sighs> um, oh, and so then <laughs> the epilogue. Oh, it was such a cute epilogue. Which we got we got in the paperback edition, right? I think it's in here. I read what it. did they add in, in the paperback back? There was a special that is the old book, the some soulmate equation. Oh, still in hardback. Right. Oh my gosh, I'm a ding dong. <laughs> well, we're probably getting something. I bet we'll get something. I hope so. Um. Yeah. So the epilogue was a year in, and um, she Walter got... and Nick and 
Lily and Leo are living their best lives. Yep, they. Uh, she was able to buy her uncle's farm, and it's just like it's so good. Like he, he said he'd stay. He stayed for her. Yeah. And oh, I think oh, he would have well, stayed for her though, if it hadn't been for his mom in the beginning. Is so the. I almost called them Mounties like we're in Canada. Um, <laughs> the Rangers show up and it's just all agreed upon that we're not going to say that Bradley. It was my phone. Sorry. We're okay. not going to say that Bradley uh, pushed him off the cliff because because Bradley was going to threaten something on his end or something. And he still was like, oh, we can be friends still. And Leo's like, Yeah, no, Bradley has a little. So he has Bradley issues. had some gambling debts. And so to be fair. He was protecting himself from some people who would probably kill him if he didn't do what he said he was going to do. However, he completely sold out his friends and killed his friend. Yeah. So, uh-huh. not okay. But they still, like, so Bradley is going to jail for a little while for, like, basically, you know, kidnapping and whatnot. But they just kind of still let it roll that the um, Terry thing was an accident, which kind of blew my mind. But at that point, they were all, like, they all agreed to ignore that this guy had died and keep going on this yeah. thing. So, like, so again, wild. Just so wild. If somebody falls off a cliff, alert the authorities right away. Mm-hmm. You can split up the group. I think the real reason they didn't want to split up the group earlier was because Bradley was in on it and didn't want to get yeah. split off. We didn't know that. Right. But alert the authorities if yeah. somebody dies. <sighs> Otherwise, you end up in a bad place. Insane in the membrane. <laughs> Insane in the brain. Yeah, I... Don't kill people. That's the theme from today's <laughs> podcast. Which you don't often hear in the rom-com podcast. No. Which is why this was such but a it fun diversion. And the romance was there, people. I know we haven't really sweet. talked about there. It wasn't, like, Did we super they had steamy. to take off all their clothes? Yeah, to they had to dry it. off. They were in this cabin that was, like, was a shack so that was romantic. built many years ago. Yeah. And it was just one of the sweetest yeah. little reconnections. And I think it was absolutely... Perfect for what the story was. Yes. Um, I don't think I needed any more. Um, it just hit all the right spots for what I wanted for this relationship of these two people who still loved each other after 10 years. Yeah. You know, and oh man, it is so good. It was a good story. So the book club gave it a four. Oh, that's Some a bump- good. Yeah, that was pretty that seems high like one of our, our highest group. ratings. Yeah. yeah. Um, they asked me. I didn't include mine in it. I actually gave it five stars because I love oh, yeah. this book. Five it stars, was just so much. Five fun. stars all the way. Um, but they were solid fours. Like there wasn't a three seven five and a four two five. They were solid fours. Oh, um, so I love that that they were all because they haven't been that aligned uh-uh. on a book ever. And this um, is our anniversary book too. It was our anniversary. So it's book. the book club anniversary. We started with Soulmate Equation, and the one-year anniversary mm-hmm. was something wilder. It was just so, a perfect... Christina Lauren, we'll need another one for next June. Busy's book. Oh next June. Well, I know they're working on a couple, because when we talk to them... Yeah. So, and they sometimes put out, like, two a year. Well, and I really think... Um, it's safe to say that next June's book will be Fizzy's book for our book club. I, I don't really think we have to hedge about that i think they're just june is christina lauren's month I don't know. <laughs> it is their month they own it um i'm looking now on goodreads because sometimes they 
upload books without people knowing. And it's like, I'm just, it's, I'm going to click on books by Christina Lauren and it'll say like coming soon. Go, go, go. I, I tagged you in the post where they talked about Fizzy's book. Yes. And they said, next up, Fizzy's book. And I, you weren't there. But I'm pretty sure you heard me screaming a couple of cities away. Oh, I for sure I did. Like, I was like, what is that? Something, something calls to me. <laughs> yeah. And then you looked and you saw that I had tagged you and you're like, <gasps> it was pretty exciting. So our next book club pick is. I'm so excited. Oh my gosh, why can't I can't think of the title. It's not on there. It's The Wedding Season. The Wedding by Season. Katie I kept running, Yeah, which I finally read. The Secret Bridesmaid, <laughs> which has every single episode Dan has told me to read. I'm pretty positive. And I read it. And Did I lie? Did you lie on I would like it? Yeah. 100% I hated it. It was the worst. You did not. <laughs> yeah, I know. It is <laughs> one of my most favorite books. It's I've read 50 favorite. books this year, and it is in my favorites. It is in my top list. I devoured it. I I was crying. I was laughing so hard. And I sat and just laughed for five minutes. I would laugh out loud reading this book. And my son was in the room. And it was something that was not appropriate to tell my son. <laughs> and he would say, why are you laughing? What's so funny? And I'd have to make up something on the spot. And then I'd laugh again. And I'd have to make up something. So I was really doing two stories at the yeah. same time, which was really confusing. But this book was so funny. But One thing I will say with it, though, it's not really a rom-com. However, it's a romance of friendship. That's my thing. I mean, there is some romance in it. Yes. Yes. But that's not the main theme. To me, it's the romance and the love of a friendship and the rom-com of that. That is the rom-com. And I adored that. And you will find the same in the wedding season. Mm-hmm. So funny. Um, not quite as laugh out loud as The Secret Bridesmaid because that is a very high threshold to meet, but it is super funny. <laughs> and, and I haven't read that one interesting. yet, so I will get to it here soon. So I just bought it from Doggy Books so Names cute. the other day, our lovely sponsors of the podcast. That's where I got my book. <laughs> um, so our next episode will be on tropes mm -hmm. it is based on the wedding season but we won't have spoilers on the wedding season until we talk about the book right. but it's tentatively called the not a bride trope yep so these are set at weddings but obviously the person falling in love is not the bride mm -hmm. so there's a it. bride it's me oh, never a bride always a bridesmaid or an almost bride. Yeah. In the case of the wedding oh, yeah. season. Yeah. Ooh, that just reminded me of another book. Yay. All right. So well, really quick. Oh. Uh. What are you currently reading? What are you <laughs> reading next? And what are you looking forward to? Um, Hold on. I thought that was on the trope episode. No, that's what you've just finished reading. <laughs> ah. <laughs> I can never get this right. Okay. I'm currently reading Darling Girl, a novel of Peter Pan. Which oh, I is want like, to read that. It's kind of dark. Is it yeah. fun dark, though? Yeah. Oh, okay. It's weird dark. Is it dark. after seven books? No, not yet. Um, okay. But Peter Pan is not a good guy in it. Um, well. And it's like with the Darling family, but it's modern day. Okay. So, so and then I'm also reading Island Time by Georgia Clark. But I'm, like, very, very early into it. Like, I started on audio, and then with the crazy life of life, I hadn't been to it, and you look like you're really excited, like you're reading it right now. So, we have not discussed this. 
What? So I'm currently reading Legends and Lattes, which oh yeah, we've that's been about. a huge big hit yeah. here at the store. I am reading next Island Time by Georgia <gasps> Clark. Oh, cool! And I'm looking forward to Thank You for Listening by Julia Whalen because <gasps> yes. I constantly bragged about I how much that. I love Julia Whalen. So I have it at home. Oh, you need to share it. <laughs> you need to finish Hopefully it. Hopefully, in an excellent pocket pack away. <gasps> you probably did. I doubt it. I have one box of books that I kept with me. Okay. I think that was one of them. Okay. I'll double check. If not, I will get into the books. But that's the one I'm most excited about coming up in August, I think. I don't know what is coming up next for me. Um, You read Carrie Soto, right? Yeah, loved it. That's, I think, the other one I'm looking (sighs) forward to. It was so good. Is it? It was so, so good. Um, Yeah. Oh. Um, I have no idea. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Well, thank you everybody for listening. Um, thanks for coming back. Uh, please share with your friends who love these laugh out loud books. Uh, we're going to keep talking about them regardless. Um, but it'd be nice to have it shared with more people. And if you have a book you want us to talk about that we're not talking about, leave a note in the comments. And yeah. We'll- We'll give, give us it your recommendation. We'll read it and mm-hmm. throw it in. If I'm always it. looking for a good backlist. I'm one of the people who help curate the rom com section at the bookstore, and we're always looking to buff it up a little bit. So. Yeah. Yeah. We want to hear what you want to hear about. Yes. <laughs> that was weird. Okay. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Between the Covers podcast. You can follow Deanne at EODBRT and Rachel at More Than the Pages on Instagram and everything podcast related at, at Between the Covers Pod. Between the Covers Pod is produced by our local indie bookstore, Dog Eared Books in Ames, Iowa. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and share the pod with all your amazing people in your life.